25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Shofar Gado 
מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים, רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים?
Le man a high 
J.M. and the A.M., all you know how it is. I say every year we're likely not going to spend the entire morning with Shlomo Kalbach selections, and then at about 5.30, I'm sitting at my desk, and I'm deciding what to do and how to finalize our schedule for this morning. And <laughs> and sure enough, I say, you know what, at least in the first hour, we should really play some of the great Shlomo Kalbach hits, some of his amazing selections uh, in tribute to his memory. Today is his 29th yard site. How fitting that uh, Shia Menluitz and Shlomo have a yard site so close to each other because uh, they were such admirers of each other. And Shia and I used to sit around and tell Kalbach stories and reminisce and discuss some of the greatness of uh, Rib Shlomo so often. Anyway, I digress. Today is the Shlomo Kalbach's yard site, and we will uh, continue to play some of his selections. I assume we'll get to some other things this morning as well here at JM in the AM. But you've already heard Lamanachai, Acha Shoalti, Uvoa, Ovdim, Lule, Kimitzion, Vahaere Nenu. And uh, there are a couple of selections that are really meaningful for this uh, time that we are going through. We have to do Hashemos at some point, obviously. Last week when Rav Daron Peretz alerted me to the fact that uh, a rabbi in Israel, who I mean, I'm sure you've seen the story, I just don't have it in front of me, that he and his family had lost two sons in the first days of the war. Five soldiers in their family, two of them gone. In fact, I saw a photo of the two of them uh, in the army together. Um, you'd think that the Hashem O selection by Shlomo Kalbach, which talks about losing two sons in two different wars, you'd think that that would be an exception and could never happen. How could that happen? How could that happen? And sure enough, we see two sons perish in the first days of the Shemini Atzeres War of 5784. JM and the AM, uh, good morning all, and thanks for joining us. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, we welcome your comments, of course. Um, a guest coming up this morning, special guests to discuss what's happening during these times. We'll have a, a full schedule, as we always do today. I believe Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg is going to join us. We might even 
Um, we might even uh, have Steve Adelsberg with us because the Yeshiva of Flatbush has announced their unity solidarity mission, which is uh, to be admired. In fact, I, I believe it's the first Yeshiva League school to announce a solidarity mission. I did notice another school that had, um, that had already taken off for Israel one that I was not familiar with from uh, Brooklyn, New York. But um, in terms of our Yeshiva League, I believe the Yeshiva Flatbush is the first school that's actually putting together a unity mission that'll begin this coming weekend. Anyway, by Dr. David Hertzberg, who has uh, prepared a special continuation of uh, some of the things he's been uh, talking about, the themes that he's been on for the last couple of weeks. He'll be uh, with us at 9 a.m. Eastern Time with his segment of uh, Israel at 75, whoever thought this would be the focus of Israel at 75. And he'll join us earlier in the show and during JM and the AM uh, to discuss the trip to Israel. And I believe Steve Edelsberg is going to be joining him, a proud Yeshiva of Flopbush parent, alum, etc., etc. Steve's been uh, involved forever. Um, so I, um, I said to myself, you know what? We really should do the Kalbach Schwarze Wolf um, story. We need some inspiration. We need some reminders about faith. We need reminders about who's in charge. And this is a good selection to remind us about all of those. Uh, today is the yard side of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Daddy. Daddy. So much for his friends, everyone in the world. Heard of the Kajnitz, the Magi, the Holy, the Exalted, the Deep, the Tremendous. May his memory be a blessing for all of Israel. One day, one day, the rabbi of a city, maybe Chanstokhov came to him, and he said, Holy Rabbi, I'm married for 18 years. God has not blessed us yet with children. Please, Holy Rabbi, Holy Master, pray for us. Bless us with children. The Kojus Samagi closed his holy eyes. He said to him, my dear friend, I'm sorry. All the gates of heaven are closed. The rabbi of And he knew what it means to leave this world without children. He says, Rebbe, I can't believe that nobody in the world can open the gates of heaven. 
Kodesh Magid said to him, my dear Rabbi, do you know by any chance in your city there is a Yiddele by the name Schwarzewolf? Schwarzewolf, the most obnoxious Jew in the whole city, disgusting, vulgar. Nobody wants to talk to him. When he walks into shul, everybody moves away. Yes, I had He is the head of the 36 that he In his hands, a seven and a half. If you can get invited by him for one Shabbat, and he can bless you, he is the only one, he is the only one for whom all the gates of heaven are open. You know, friends, what it means to go to Lamed Vov Tzaddik, the Holy of Holies, the deepest of the deep. So the Rabbi of Chenstrov came home, he prepared himself, he recited the Psalms, and Mamash repented, and he promised God everything in the world. The Schwarze Wolf lives in the forest. He's a woodchopper. So he thought the only way of being really making sure I'm invited for Shabbos, I knock on his door two minutes before Shabbos, I'll tell him I got lost in the forest and he has to invite me. Two minutes before Shabbos, the Yidel of this rabbi knocks on the door of the Schwarze Wolf. And here, my dear friends, I want you to concentrate in the deepest way. You know, the Lamed of Tzaddikim are so holy and so real. They are absolutely your mirror. If you look at them and they look obnoxious, because you're obnoxious. If you look at them and you think they're ugly, Givalta, you're ugly. If you look at them and you see how holy they are, because you are so holy. So, the rabbi of Chancellor knocks on the door of the Schwarze Wolf and the most ugly woman in the world, obnoxious really, with the most vulgar language, the most disgusting curses, opens the door and curses him out before she even talks to him. And he says, please invite me for Shabbos. I'm lost in the forest. I can't make it back to the city anymore. And let me not tell you what she said. He says, please, please, please. And she tries to slam the door in his face. He's very fast. He puts his foot in the door. He has a look in the house. And those children, really, he has never seen such obnoxious looking children. And usually children look beautiful, but they're terrible. But you know what? He knows it's him. Gewalt is he far away. Gewalt, Gewalt is he far away. She says to him, listen, my dear friend, if my husband comes home and he finds you here, you'll never see daylight again. He will kill you with his own hands. The only thing I can suggest to you, if you want to stay in the stable, we have a horse there. Just do your thing and don't dare opening the door to our house. For all cases, he had two candles with him and a little challah and fish. 
And you know, sweetest friends, obviously the Lamed of Tzadikim don't go to shul. I hate to say bad things, but some of the shuls I really know. I can understand why the Lamed of Tzadikim don't daven there. But the Lamed of Tzadikim have their own minion. Late, late at night, the Schwarze Wolf came home and he could hear the heavy steps. He could hear him talking to his wife. The door opens, and if the Schwarze Wolf ever looked gruesome, it was that night. It was frightening. He walks up to him and he says to him, listen, my dear brother, if you dare opening the door to my house, I'm killing you with my own hands. And one second after Shabbos, I want you to disappear from my stable. Slams the door. To make it very short, sweetest friends, open your hearts again. He couldn't sleep Friday night. Can you imagine Schwarzenberg is next door? All he needs is one blessing. And he can't go in. Shabbos morning early, he heard the Schwarzenberg going back to Darwin in the forest. Late afternoon, he came back. He's trying to do tshuva, he's thinking, Rabbi Shem, I promise you, but there comes a point he doesn't have anything to say to God anymore. And it's getting later and later. Suddenly he looks out of the window of the stable. There are three stars on the sky. Shabbos is over. And he knows my life is over. It looks to me, God forbid, I'll never have children. But suddenly, remember. Somewhere, somewhere, so close and so far, can't do anything. He fell to the ground. And for the first time in his life, Imamish prayed to God, please let me have children. At that moment, at that moment he felt the softest hand on your head on his head he looked up it was a schwarze shining like the high priest on Yom Kippur and he said to him my dearest sweetest friend Come in and join me for Shalosh for the third meal. And whatever the rabbi of Chenstochov thought the holy base Mikdash would look like, believe me, the house of the Schwarze Wolf was even more holy. And the wife of the Schwarze Wolf who looked so ugly yesterday, she was so excited 
exquisitely beautiful And the children goes without saying They were all little high priests And the Schwarze Wolf says I know what you came for And I bless you to have a son I have only one request Please call him Schwarze Wolf after me And you know, his first reaction was, but you're alive, how can I call my son after you when you're alive? But the awe was, was no time to ask. After Havdullah, he left, went home to his wife, and he told her, I got the blessing from the Schwarze Wolf. The next morning, he goes to shul. After the davening is over, he sees there's a commotion in the synagogue, the shamas, walks around, everyone asking everyone for favors, and nobody wants to do it. He calls the shaman and says, what's going on here? He says, oh, somebody died, and just nobody wants to go to the funeral. Well, he says, who died? The Schwarze Wolf. The Holy of Holies. The deepest of the deep The most precious of all precious The shaman says nobody wants to go to the funeral Gewalt He ran up to the beam and he yelled from the deepest depths of his being Yidin Do you know who he was? Do you know that he was the head of the Lamed of Siddiquim? that he was Mamish, the holiest person of our generation. We never said Kachabas to him. We never gave him an Aliyah. We laughed at him. Listen to me, friends. This was 180 years ago. A long time after many tears after a lot of Jewish blood after 1944 the holy rabbi of bells came to this holy land and the first Shabbos in Tel Aviv everybody knows in bells People put bottles of wine and be on the table. Everybody gets a glass of wine. You walk up to the rabbi, tell him your name and your father's name or your mother's name. And the rabbi blesses you. There was an old Yidale, very old Yidale, and two people were holding him. He made his way to the Belzer Rebbe. And the Belzer Rebbe says to him, my precious brother, what is your name? And he says, my name is Schwarze Wolf, Ben Chana. The Belter Rebbe says to him, are you the grandson of the first Schwarze Wolf who was called after the Lamed Wolf Tzaddik? And he says, Rebbe, you know the story? 
And the better Rebbe says, yes, Heliger Schwarze I know the story, but nobody ever will remember unless you do me a favor. And he said to the Eden, please lift up this old Yidale. He was maybe 100 years old. Lift him up and sit him on the table. Let him tell all the Eden who are here. So in order that the story should be remembered. You know, my most darling friends, I had the privilege of hearing the story from a person who was the first Friday night in Bells. This is not the end yet. Five years ago, five years ago, I had the privilege of giving a concert in Old Sham in Tel Aviv. And out of nowhere, I remembered the story of the Schwarze Wolf, and I told the story to the people. Suddenly in the last row, in the last row, somebody begins to wave his hand. And he says to the people, I want you to know, I want you to know. There's a little boy in my class in Bnei Brak. His name is Schwarze Wolf. And he is named after his Elter, Elter Seide, the Schwarze Wolf, who told the story to the Belzerebbe. Good Shabbos, good Yom Good Yom good Shabbos. I'm begging you, please promise me. Keep on telling the story. Keep on remembering the Schwarze Wolf. You know, sweetest friends in Yerushalayim, do you know how many Schwarze Wolves are walking around on the street? And I always know inside of me, when you walk in Yerushalayim, you see some real obnoxious people. You never know. Never know. Oh. Uh -huh. 
Shmueli Schwartz with Yancha wrapping up the hour. The Songs of Soldiers medley from Mayor Green, which is pretty amazing. Dedicated to the soldiers of the IDF before that, and of course all the Kalbach selections before that one. On his 29th yard site today, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world of web and AlchemSiegel.com on the AlchemSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Got lights on in the background to our news from Israel coming up. And plenty more on this uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. Or by Dr. David Hertzberg is going to join us. Yeshiva Flapush heading to Israel. We'll explain what that means this coming weekend. And um, hopefully that will encourage more groups and schools to set up solidarity missions over the next few weeks. We shall see. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and the Am. Galitzal, Yerushalayim, Asha'achat, Shalom Raz, Ba'ulpan, Ran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. החוסים בתימן מאשרים רשמית כי הם שיגרו הבוקר את המלטים לעבר ישראל שיורטו מחוץ לשטח המדינה. בהודעה נמסר שיגרנו מטוסים בלתי מאוישים בתגובה למלחמה בעזה. במקביל לפני שעה קלה תושבים בעילה דיווחו על קולות נפץ שנשמעו, לא הופעלה התראה. ראש עיריית אילת אלי לנקרי אמר לאמיר בר שלום ואמיר איבגי בגלי צהל אנחנו מתייחסים לכל האיום ברצינות. אנחנו בכל מקרה נמצאים במוכנות גבוהה מאוד בעיר ואנחנו מתייחסים לכל איום הכי רציני שרק אפשר. אני מקיים כל יום הערכות מצב, עוד מעט נקבל תוצאות של התחקיר של שני האירועים שאירעו הבוקר. פיקוד העורף מתייחס ויראה אם יש צורך לשנות משהו במדיניות ההתגוננות של העיר. דובר צה"ל פרסם את הקולות מרשת הקשר מהרגעים שבהם הורה מפקד פיקוד הדרום, אלוף ירון פינקלמן, לכוחות היבשה להיכנס לרצועת עזה במסגרת הפעולה הקרקעית. כך זה נשמע. אנחנו יוצאים למתקפה על החמאס וארגוני הטרור. לא משנה כמה תהיה ארוכה הלחימה, אין תוצאה אחרת מלבד ניצחון. התושבים של בארי, שדרות, ניר עוז, כפר עזה ויישובי מערב הנגב ואיתם כל עם ישראל מביטים בנו כעת. תנו למשימותיכם, אתם דור הניצחון. מצרים מעבירה מסר לישראל וטוענת כי היא לא תרשה לפליטים מהרצועה לחצות את הגבול לסיני. ראש ממשלת מצרים, מוסטפא מדבולי, המבקר בשעה זו באזור הגבול עם רצועת עזה, אמר אנו מוכנים להקריב מיליוני נפשות כדי שאיש לא יתקרב לאדמה שלנו. לא ניתן לפתור בעיות של אחרים על חשבוננו והוסיף אנו במצב הכוננות הגבוה ביותר בשמירה על הגבולות. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים, ג'קי חוגי. אלוף פיקוד המרכז חתם על צו הקובע עונשי מינימום על מסיתים התומכים בחמאס, מדווח כתבנו שחר גליק. על פי הצו עליו חתם האלוף יהודה פוקס, פלסטיני שהורשע בהסתה ישב מינימום שנה במאסר, ומי שהורשע בתמיכה בארגון טרור, כולל חמאס ודאעש, ירצה שנתיים לפחות בכלא. בנוסף קבע פוקס, אם אדם הורשע בעבירות נוספות, לא ניתן יהיה לקזז את העונש, והוא ירצה את המאסר על העבירות הללו, בנוסף לעונשים שיוטלו עליו בגין העבירות האחרות. הרשות השופטת נגד השר לביטחון לאומי בן גביר בעקבות ההתבטאויות שלו על החלטות שופטים במהלך המלחמה. אנו רואים את הדברים בחומרה רבה, מצופה כי בעיתות כאלה אנשי ציבור בכירים יפעלו למיתון השיח, לשון ההודעה. 
לפני זמן קצר הגיב בן גביר על הדברים וכתב, כדאי שברשות השופטת יקראו לסדר את השופטים במקום לחנך נבחרי ציבור. כתבתנו לענייני משפט, תמר שונמי מציינת, כי בימים האחרונים פרסם השר מספר רשומות נגד שופטים ששחררו חשודים בעבירות הסתה, בין היתר כינה אותם אויבים מבית המעניקים גב לטרור. ועכשיו יש אזעקות במטולה, אזעקה במטולה בצפון. מזג האוויר יוסיף להיות חם מרגיל העונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Shamer Robin 
Oi, 
Shabbat Shalom. 
If you work with tears, whatever you do is with tears, then you reap with joy. But don't hesitate, know the truth, who knew the secret of being real. With joy and with tears, so join me one more time, friends. As I
JM in the AM. Well, you know what I said yesterday. I said it wouldn't be a full Kalbach special, but you can't stay away from it on this 16th of Mar Cheshvan. 29 years after the passing of Rabbi Shlomo. I remember that day like it was yesterday. It's one of those. Before that, Yosef Karduna and Rifa Enu, as we continue to pray for the health and speedy recovery of those who are wounded and injured, the numbers, of course, in the thousands in Israel, as we know. More yesterday, comrades of the soldier who was killed yesterday are, are wounded. It's pretty seriously. We pray for all of them. The Deddy tribute before that, Yankee Briskman and company here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin Bilsevalevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basr Bilsevalevi, and this coming uh, Shabbos is the art side of my father in law, Zechonishmas Yitzchak Ben Ramosha Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read a fascinating Pasuk in Parshas Vayera. There it says, Kivorecha Vorechacha. I will surely bless you. And I will increase your children. Like the stars of heaven. And like the sand on the seashore. And your children will inherit the gate of its enemy. The great Darke Ashlemus explains... Hashem Yisbarach created the children, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren of Avram Avinu to be like the stars of the heavens, just like it is utterly impossible to be masig, to grasp the height and the greatness of each star. So too, Klau Yisrael, with all of their attributes, with all their greatness, with their Mesiras Nefesh, it is impossible for humankind to be able to understand the greatness of Klal Yisrael. The Pasu continues, And like the sand on the seashore, even though everyone can tread over the sand, but the nature of the sand is that it swallows the Gale Hayam, the waves of the sea that wish to overrun it, as it says in Yermiyoh Novi. Asher samti chol givol that I have placed the sand as a boundary against the sea. Chok it is a permanent law. Velo yavrenu, it will not be broken. Vayisko ashu, velo yucholu, the waves may rage, however they will not be able to succeed. Vihomu galov, velo yavrunhu, the waves will roar, but they will never be able to cross it. And so too, Klau Yisrael, we have the ability to ascend to the highest heights. And if there are times of challenge, chas v'sholem, at those times, even if there is an enemy that tries to rise up against us, we will be like the sand. We will be soivel. We will withstand. We'll be menatzeach. We will be victorious. But one thing guaranteed, the sand will always be at the seashore. May we soon hear of the imminent release of all the hostages to have them back home safe and sound in every member of the IDF, back home safe and sound, Bikarov Bikarov. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. I wish everybody, Bisuros Tavos, Yeshuos V'Nechamos.
Looking back at the trail of tears behind them As the past they cherished disappeared from sight Hearts torn from the home they'd never see again Thrust into an exile Wanderers of the night But along the road she waited For her children For who else but a mother Eases pain Her resting place was chosen For this reason To be that one lone space of comfort that remains So we carry our prayers to you, my Merochel With no more words and only tears to you, my Merochel When our world seems to end, we come back Mame, you did not ask why. Mame, mame, rochel. Mame, you did not ask how. Mame, mame, rochel. But please don't hold back your tears. Let your voice be heard again. Mame, don't stop asking. Mame, mame, roche.
J.M. and the A.M. As listener Ruvain just pointed out in an email, what a beautiful song. Mama Rachel, V'shavu Vanimlik Vulam. Baruch Levine, Benny Friedman together here at J.M. and the A.M. Don't stop asking J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast on this final day of October, day number 16 in the month of Maracheshvan, the art site of Shlomo Kalbach, one of the reasons we were doing so many Kalbach tunes earlier. Good morning and welcome and thanks for joining us. A lot of music today, a lot of music that's very meaningful, I must say. Thank God, Baruch Hashem. Sometimes you need the music to just get through a period of time like this. Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg is going to join us. Yeshiva Flatbush has announced their solidarity mission to Israel. I'm hoping that groups and schools and synagogues and others will uh, follow their lead. Um, it is, uh, and I think uh, Ronnie from the Inbal is joining us. He's joining us maybe tomorrow morning. I think maybe tomorrow morning he'll join us early. Um, he'll be able to tell you how important these missions are how seriously uh, comforting these missions are for people in Israel as they read about and see and uh, watch on social media as groups come from outside of Israel to bring support. You don't have to bring anything with you. Just literally be there with the message that you're there in solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel who are going through a very, very difficult time. Um, Just keep that in mind. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. This listener said, this is a very nice compliment. Living in Israel and hearing NSN is the best. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, friends of ours, I don't know if they'll be comfortable that I read this on the air with their name. Maybe they would. I mean, I'm assuming that they sent it. Since it says, Dear Family and Friends, I'm assuming they sent it to you know publicly to plenty of groups, but... This is the air, and it's an international show. So instead of identifying them, I will tell you that uh, people that are good friends of ours, I, I, I may have men- made mention of this uh, during the show with Harvey Fast last week, good friends of ours just made Aliyah, literally last Wednesday, meaning not this past Wednesday, but 10 days ago, 12 days ago, 13 days ago, on Wednesday of that week, in the middle of the war, uh, made Aliyah. Dear family and friends, we made Aliyah three weeks ago. They say, oh, here, we made Aliyah three weeks ago, 10 days into this war. I guess it was two Wednesdays before that. We felt compelled to join our fellow Jews in our homeland. Yet, the days before we left, I kept asking myself, why am I walking into a war zone? I, along with many American Jews, was having nightmares about the war, about the war atrocities, and the feeling of dread only followed me through the day. Now that I am in Israel, I feel liberated. I've gone from fear to strength, from hiding to freedom. 
We don't worry about being made to wear Jewish stars or having them painted on our homes. Here we proudly wave our Israeli flags everywhere. In Israel, people are strong and united. Everyone is volunteering and reaching out to help each other. Our neighbors all have sons, husbands, fathers, and brothers on the front lines. This is a fight for survival, survival of the state of Israel, of the Jews, and of humanity. We walk freely knowing God is leading this fight and that decency must prevail. Take that to heart, everybody around the world. Listen carefully to those words. Wow. Very, very powerful, to say the least. Earlier today, my good friend Yossi Balmel posted about the the um, incredible 31-year-old soldier, Yenon Fleischmann, who died in the line of duty up north. He grew up in Efrat. He graduated from Makor Chaim, which is uh, Yossi's yeshiva. He lived in Tekoa. He taught my grandchildren at the After Hours Talmud Torah Club. And in the photo, um, one of the... Uh, one of the soldiers that's embracing another soldier is Yossi's son, Eli, who's with his friend, Eitan, as, uh, as ye known as being buried on Har Herzl. It has to be Har Herzl. I was there last week. This is exactly what I saw. I literally saw the workers preparing more and more and more graves. That's what I saw firsthand at Har Herzl last Wednesday, last Tuesday, a week ago. And this is exa- the, the photo I'm looking at is that exact scene. It's the exact place I was at. And now there's another Jewish hero. In fact, um, later on in this post, um, there's a link to a YouTube video of Yinon's classmate from high school who now is on Israeli television as a news commentator giving a hespid, eulogizing his classmate Yinon. And just beautiful things to say about him. So we know the quality of the people we've lost in this war. Like every terror attack, every massacre, every war. We lose our best because they're all the best. And they all have incredible qualities and leadership qualities. And in this case, we mourn Yenon Fleischmann, 31 years old. Leaves a family. Leaves a lot of friends. Leaves an aching Am Yisrael leaves a nation of Israel that continues to ache around the world, whose collective heart continues to suffer through all of this. Imagine what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. <sighs> JM in the AM Tuesday broadcast, or by Dr. David Hertzberg, is going to tell us about the, uh, the mission that the Yeshiva Flatbush is leading starting this coming Saturday night. We'll discuss that coming up. Everybody, Kanelski scheduled to join us. We'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour. Plenty more. Later in the week, uh, Ronnie Timzit is going to um, check in from the Inbal Hotel. It is amazing what is going on there. The chesed that can be done and the chesed that's encouraged when you're surrounded by chesed. You know, here it's one thing. You know, we've got, a, we, we've got thank God, a lot of influential chasadim that are going on but uh, when you're in israel and everywhere you turn you are being inundated with chesed projects chesed initiatives you feel the need to participate you feel you say to yourself what can i do to help ease the burden many of you are aware that um 
at least one, I've been told it's more than one, but at least one that I saw the letter, um, schools in our yeshiva league, at least one, TABC, has sent out a letter um, informing uh, colleges that usually come to the high school campus to recruit uh, that they'll only do so under certain circumstances, including uh, assurances in writing that Jewish students will be protected on campus and other things as well. It was a courageous letter, I thought, uh, written by the leadership of TABC. Um, I was extremely impressed and glad that that they, and again, I've been told other schools as well, I just haven't seen the letters, but I'm told other schools as well have been doing the same thing. Anyway, with all that in mind, I have invited the Rosh Yeshiva of a TABC Rabbi Josh Khan to join us in our Teaneck studio tomorrow. So please, God, he'll be stopping by around this time, around this time tomorrow. He'll be stopping by and we'll be able to congratulate and thank him. And we'll find out. I'm sure if there are colleagues of his that have done the same thing, I'm sure he knows exactly who they are. So Rabbi Khan, tomorrow morning, you have no idea how important it is. Uh, to act on uh, the campus situation in colleges around the country. Uh, We have to do so from so many different angles. And, uh, in fact, I was shocked. Did you see the the AOC tweet? I was shocked. Uh, I'm assuming that that's a college campus-related tweet when she says that we need to protect Jews no matter where they are and separate politics from, you know, individual rights. It was a very interesting tweet. I, I, I did see a lot of the responses, and I know there was a lot of sarcasm in some of the responses, but it was, I find the whole thing interesting. Anyway, um, we've got to fight this battle on the campuses from every angle, obviously. Uh, that's, that is obvious. And, uh, those of you out there who, uh, who would like to find out more, tune in tomorrow morning when Rabbi Khan from TABC joins us at JM in the AM. Uh, a couple of other things I wanted to mention. Um, Let's see, where are we here? Scholar in residence at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills this coming Shabbos is Dr. Alan Kadish, president of Tura University, talking about campus uh, situations. He'll be there this coming Shabbos, Parshas Vayera at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills. Again, Dr. Alan Kadish. Shabbos morning, the drusha on highlights from the Parsha, the pre-Minchashir on uh, Hishtanut, Hativim, Halacha and Medical Innovations. And uh, then the big one, in my opinion, uh, not to minimize the other sermons, obviously, uh, but the one that's really contemporary, and that is uh, Shalashudis, the Contemporary College Campus Implications for the Future. Dr. Alan Kadish, this Shabbos in um, the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills in, in Queens, New York. Uh, listener Cena's been in touch. She says we could all use some good news during these challenging times. I'm happy to provide. What an emotional but wonderful day. Um, she says, Mazel Tov to my Farakaway grandchildren, Avraham and Adasa Gifter on the birth and bris of Ezra Chaim and Avraham Tzvi. Ezra Chaim bears the name of his beloved elite, <laughs> elite, I could say that, his beloved Elta Zayda Ira, Allah Shalom. Mazel to the grandparents, Shoshana and Rabbi Yaakov Gifter of Staten Island. Um, Itki and Yaakov Kreindler of Farakoway and to the extended families. Most of the great-grandparents, Sarah and Rabbi Benjamin Gifter of Flatbush and Acharona, Acharona Chaviva. Special Mazda to the great-great-grandmothers, 
Bubby uh, Shoshana Gifter of Lakewood and Grandma Roberta Eisenman of Muncie. May we see Ezra Chaim raised the Torah Chuppah and Masim Tovin. May bring much nachas to our family in Klai Yisrael. And we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at, uh, Z- at JM in the AM. We certainly do. That's amazing. Great news. Thank you, listeners. Sina and Mazal Tov to you from all of us here at the JM in the AM. Um, one second. The other thing I wanted to mention was, let me just get to the, let me get to it here. Um, uh, we want to wish a Mazel Tov. Actually, the, the bris is taking place this morning. The bris is taking place this morning. Mazal Tov to the uh, Engla- Englard and Lazar families. Mazal Tov. The bris of the uh, brand new uh, son and grandson is taking place in Yeshivas Ner Yisrael down in Pikesville, Maryland this morning to Sarah Bela and Ellie Englard, Mazal Tov, to the honored grandparents Avi and Connie Lazar and Phil and Sarah Englard, Mazal Tov to you. And that comes from all of us here at JM and the AM. And I know that the Rosenbaum family of East Brunswick joins me as well in wishing a very special, special Mazal Tov um, on this occasion uh, from uh, from them and everybody down in East Brunswick as well. So Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And may we continue to share smachot. That is an understatement. Uh, more coming up. Thanks for joining us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
friends to tell you the truth, to tell you the truth. For me and for you, it's still Yom Kippur. It's still Yom Kippur. Till there be peace in the world. Till there be peace in the world. Peace in Yerushalayim. It's still Yom Kippur. Yisrael, betach Hashem. Yisrael, betach Hashem. You know, friends, sometimes it makes me sad, but sometimes it makes me happy. Israel has no friends in the world. The Holy Land, the only people of Israel are all alone. But you know what we have, Israel. We have one friend in heaven.
On this 29th yard side of Reb Shlomo Kalbach, Yisrael Betach Hashem, and boy, do we need that song now. Do we need that song? We need to keep that song in mind. We need to teach that song to our children and grandchildren during this time. You know what we have, as Reb Shlomo says, you know what we have, Yisrael Betach Hashem. Uh, JM and the AM, before that, Kalbach Shomer Yisrael, here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. At JM and the AM, we'll check in with by Dr. David Hertzberg and Steve Adelsberg, who are both scheduled to call in. If it's a Yeshiva Flatbush mission to Israel, Kolakavod going on. We'll talk about that and more. Rabbi Kanelsky is going to join us um, tomorrow. Rabbi Josh Kahn, TABC, Torah Academy of Bergen County. What a letter they sent out to the colleges yesterday. Talk about that and more. Lots going on, to say the least. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our amazing friends at uh, A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Take a 10% discount on all A&H products when you uh, log on to kosherdogs.net. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did, and your family will certainly be glad you did. A&H is amazing, and A&H are Incredible um, messengers when it comes to positive messaging about our brothers and sisters in Israel. And I do not minimize that at all. Tremendous effort being made by certain companies out there, and they, of course, are leading the charge. More coming up on this yard side of Reb Shlomo Kalbach at JM in the AM. But when late at night I was walking down the Hermon, I walked down the holy mountain down in the valley a very dangerous mission and I couldn't think of anything else to say even I walk in the valley of death I don't fear evil I know you are with me he was singing my melody so friends whenever I sing this melody I see this holy soldier walking down, all the angels, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob walking behind him, Mashiach in front, Ilyanobi on the side, six million behind them, join me softly.
to show your face The whole wide world's becoming your holy place Wherever I look, I only see your name In a single moment, everything will change Feels like it's 459 on a Thursday Redemption's a minute, a minute away When I get back on Monday When I get back, I won't I'll never be the same When the show for sounds is blasting That's when it all changed When final credits rolling The whole world will see your name Mi baina goi 
Jam in the AM, a song by Shmuley Unger, Vicari Fizurenu, here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Before that, the Eighth Day, brand new one. Apparently, our friends from Eighth Day are going to join us at some point to explain the exact reference of the song. I know a lot of people are anxious to hear it, <laughs> hear their exact uh, explanation of how 459 on a Thursday relates to Mashiach. Uh, we'll get to that at some point. Uh, Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg, today at 9 o'clock this morning, uh, right after JM&M continues in the segment we call Israel at 75 to examine the current war and explain what a ceasefire is. Uh, he'll do that starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time. We get an opportunity, however, this morning to speak with him on JM in the AM uh, because of an effort being made by our friends at the Yeshiva of Flatbush. Pretty amazing, frankly. I don't know of any other Yeshiva League school, the group that I call the Yeshiva League. I don't know of any other Yeshiva League school that already has on the calendar a planned mission to Israel. We're encouraging schools and shuls and organizations to join the efforts, uh, not to join this trip, but meaning to join the effort uh, to um, arrange solidarity missions uh, following the lead of Yeshiva Flatbush. By Dr. David Hertzberg, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum, and good morning to you as well. And I should note that Steve Adelsberg, who of course has an amazing history with your institution, Yeshiva Flatbush, is also scheduled to join us. We'll see if he will, in fact, be able to make it during this phone call and toss in a few comments about um, this incredible effort by the Yeshiva Flatbush. So it's interesting what you told me off the air. Off the air, you said to me that um, uh, parents and, uh, and students... Are understandably are somewhat hesitant to go to Israel at this time, but they felt that what better time to go than when they feel hesitant to go? Was that sort of the attitude uh, that was um, uh, that was uh, being felt around the yeshiva of Flatbush over the last few days? Yes, the you know it's very interesting. You know when we sent out the. Uh interest form, indication of interest form, we were flooded between alumni and parents of the adults wanting to go. Within two days, we had close to 70 people sign up that they would like to participate in one of what will hopefully be several missions we'll be doing over the next six weeks. But the students uh, who ended up joining about eight to 10 students, uh, some with their parents, some seniors by themselves, 
in all cases, I think the uh, parents and the kids are hesitant in the sense that, look, it's not the most stable of situations right now, but they understand that for a trip like this to be its most impactful and meaningful, uh, to wait till this situation stabilizes Bezrat Hashem uh, uh, relatively soon, with a victory, uh, Bezrat Hashem, misses the point of these types of missions. Uh, going precisely because it's uh, it's not a vacation. It's not a normal tour. Yep. It's to go when when they need us most, and especially the, the kids who are going and the parents who are sending them and many, many people supporting it. What better way to show our solidarity and support that we're sending our our, our children to you? And there's so much... And, and there's so much work to be done, folks. It, it is obviously... Uh, the key to the trip is obviously uh, demonstrating support and love for our brothers and sisters in Israel. And believe you me, they appreciate it. We know this firsthand. But there's so much work to be done. If, if anybody just walks in with a group of kids into a hotel uh, where they are housing refugees and gives out, I don't know, gifts or small little gifts, whatever the case may be, you have no idea what that does to change the mood for youngsters who are trapped, and I am using that word, in a hotel situation, what they believe will be for months. And obviously there's a million other things to be done. But at the minimum, that's just one example of how teenagers can go and relate to the people that, that are their age and meet them up close and personal and give them a little a little chizuk. Rabbi Hertzberg, this trip will please God leave on Saturday night. We're leaving um, we're leaving this Saturday night. We're staying for on the ground about three and a half days. Right when we get there Sunday afternoon, we're right away going to um, the uh, rehabilitation center at Tel Shomer wow. uh, to, to work with the soldiers also. We'll be having uh, General Victor Kalani meet us there to wow. meet the group as well as talk to the, uh, you know, the soldiers there. They, you know, do a barbecue for them. And you know, later in the week, we're going to be getting together with Rob Grossman, and Rob Grossman, who I think is housing and working with some 4,000 oh, yeah. uh, displaced yeah. people. So we'll be working with him. And uh, obviously a lot of other things where, where we've adopted the Moshav of um, Shlomit that are now in current in Claritzion. We'll be working with them uh, one day with Rabbi Mon a lot. So we're really trying to make it uh, every minute count. I, 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 I'm speechless. I'm speechless. You have filled your schedule with so many meaningful things. These uh, teenagers, obviously, and their parents and whatever faculty is joining you, they will never forget this. Um, Rabbi Hertzberg, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb because some schools, I bet, are hesitant to arrange these trips because they're not sure what to do in Israel. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you are willing to consult with any school, any principal, any president of a school, any lay leader of a school who wants to put together a mission now to Israel. You will be more than happy to share all of that information with them. 150%. And I, I have to say, what you know, we're talking about Achlis right now. Every mission that, that, that's been there and come back, it's just overwhelming how everyone's reaching out to each other to give ideas. You know, normally we think with these missions, people are in competition. My mission's better than yours. Everyone is <laughs> sharing information. Do this, do that. Don't, you know, it's just overwhelming how, how, how you've never seen anything like this. And absolutely, call me, email me. We're in this together um, to do it. It's just overwhelming, everyone helping out one another to make these missions the most impactful and meaningful. It's pretty amazing. And Yeshiva Flatbush deserves all the kudos. And now we want to 
do the same thing for other schools and schools and groups. You don't have to be a school, by the way. Uh, we've uh, we've volunteered or by Hertzberg to uh, help out any group that wants information. You don't have to be a school. You could be a men's club. You could be a sisterhood. Uh, you could be a synagogue group. Uh, you could be a, um, a a group from work that just wants to pick up for a few days and and go join a solidarity mission. Whatever it is, he'll be more than happy to consult and tell you what needs to be done and what direction to go in in order to maximize your time in the Holy Land. And uh, it's no secret. It's no secret that. Um, the people in Israel find out about all of this. I mean, there's plenty of avenues now to spread the word about these missions. And um, Rabbi Dr. Hertzberg, you know from past experience, like, just like I experienced last week, that there is an incredible level of appreciation and thankfulness on the part of the people and the soldiers of Israel when they see that people have shown up from different parts of the world. The whole thing is just incredible. I'm going to try to add um, Steve Adelsberg to this uh uh, to this phone conversation. We'll see if that works. I'm going to try to add Steve Adelsberg and get his comments. Uh, but Rabbi Hertzberg, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you know this, that there's just a level of thankfulness and appreciation that is uh, so wonderful, so beautiful, and just adds to the unity and achdus that's being promoted at this time. A hundred percent, and this level of hakarata talk to the to the to the people of Israel, all they're doing, of course, the chayim. By the way, as someone suggested to me, we're also um, where you know to show appreciation to the El Al flight attendants and pilots who also are doing tremendous work helping out back and forth. In fact, one of the caterers we deal with is uh, baking me cookies in the shape of El Al airplanes <laughs> to give out to the flight attendants. By the I hope way. I don't drop them. The rumor is that they're short-staffed because of the Army Reserve. So the people that you're right. talking about, the pilots and flight attendants, are actually also under tremendous pressure at this time. That's tremendous. Great. So, so he's, he told me it's my contribution. He's making me a bunch of cookies in the shape of blue airplanes with the blue and the yellow logo on it and so that we can give that together with some tehillim that we're going to give to the flight attendants when we get on board. I absolutely love it. All right, a statement from Steve Adelsberg, who's with us live via telephone, you know, or some of you may not know, that he has been involved not only as a student as an, and as an alum, uh, but as a lay leader at the Yeshiva of Flatbush as well. I can only imagine the pride that he and his family are feeling that the Yeshiva of Flatbush again is leading the way and heading to Israel in just a few days on what we know as the first Yeshiva League uh, Chizuk mission to Israel. Steve, good morning to you. What are your feelings as the Yeshiva of Flatbush takes on this leadership role? Well, as I say, we're just doing what we can do and what we are able to do, and we're all doing it. It's not just uh, Yeshiva Flapush. It's everyone who's very much concerned in every aspect. This is, you know, October 7th, as we all know, is a day, I don't say the word of FDR infamy, but it's a game changer. And it's a game changer that we be seeing things that we never saw before, good things, things that we are... You know, we have a certain kind of an octus that at the end of the day, we're all in this together. At the end of the day, people who never understood this before now understand this, that this is, we are in this together and we will get out of this together. But the word is together. And at Yeshiva Fabish, I remember 30 years ago, I went with Yeshiva Fabish students to the, to the former Soviet Union. And I was, you know, and that was an unbelievable trip that started back in 1988. And we're able to do this, and there'll be other schools that are doing this. 
And that's something that we all have to uh, keep focused on. Focus on the fact that Eretz Israel is what we have. It's like, you know, as I said, you know, one of the things of the miracles of Eretz Israel, there were six miracles of Eretz Israel. Said Rav Salvatrix said in Kol Beldig Dosaik, but the Rav said, Rav Shalom, that he said back in 1956, and then it was the anniversary of Yom Atzmut, and he said there were six miracles. And the last two miracles are the ones that we are feeling right now. The miracle of Eretz Yisrael was number, one of the fifth miracles that the Rav said was, A, we have a place to go to. We have a land. We didn't have that for 2,000 years. We could go somewhere. And of course, the sixth miracle that the Rav said, if you hit us, we're going to hit you back harder. Because we have and the capability of doing right it. Now. Yeah. Because the because we have the capability of doing that. That's the miracle. Jews in the last two thousand exactly. years did not have the capability to do that. God has given us right. that miraculous and ability. We can't take it for granted. Amazing. And not to you know, we'll we'll decide how this happens some other time. Yeah. Right now we have to be together. We have to be forward and forward thinking. The sacrifice that they're making in Israel is unbelievable. I mean, uh Take take three hundred four hundred thousand people out of the workforce. Like I said before, that doesn't happen over. That happened overnight. Yeah. It wasn't like okay, let's build this up. No, on October eighth, that's what was going on. And there's just rather than a step. We're seeing, you know, none of us could get through the day because because all the videos, all the all the social media that we're getting. And uh, which is we see the we see what's going on there. You never saw that before. Well said, Mr. Adelsberg. The pain and anguish that our brothers and sisters are going through in Israel, some of it dissipates when they understand and realize that there are Jews around the world who care. We say kudos to the Yeshiva of Flapush, among the first to head to Israel as a group. We encourage everybody to follow in their lead. Arrange your own solidarity missions to Israel. If you contact Rabbi Hertzberg, and you could do so through us, through the Yeshiva of Flatbush, if you contact Rabbi Hertzberg, he will tell you that it is doable and will give you a lot of tremendous advice and great tips about how to get it done. And all we can keep on doing is encourage people to go, show support, and show love for our brothers and sisters. Yeshiva of Flatbush group, Faculty, parents, students, administration, lay leaders, those who want to participate from all those categories will be leaving this coming Saturday night, and we say, kalakavod. Rabbi Hertzberg, what can I say other than nisiatova, stay safe. Thank you. Do all the things that you just mentioned to us that you've planned to do because it will make such a difference to our brothers and sisters in Israel. I know you know that, but sometimes students and those who are going along need to hear that. They need to know that what they're doing really, really has a major impact. You you can't imagine the sense of mission these kids are feeling right now. It's just... Oh. Uh, it just, it's incredible, incredible. In this generation, a generation that always gets criticized about a lack of sense of mission. Look at those kids in our community, everybody. Look what they're doing. Look at how they're feeling as they're about to leave after Shabbat for Israel. Steve Adelsberg, Kolakavod. You should be, I know you're very proud. You're always proud of Yeshiva Flatbush and, of course, some of the great places that you're affiliated with that, have, uh, that always demonstrate great love for Israel. Kolakavod to you and all the lay leaders. And uh, what can I say other than I hope it's a very, very successful and safe mission? Okay. We're, all, we're, all, we're all trying to get back to the Achdus of 1967. Yeah. 
and this act was unbelievable. And I was just leaving with one word, Nachum. Sure. And I remember this was in a, this was in an article in Newsweek back in '67, and it said, "Give until it hurts, <laughs> and if it doesn't hurt, you haven't given enough." <laughs> <laughs> As we continue to witness a lot of people kolakavod in our community taking from their disposable income that used to go to other purposes, and it's amazing how many of these stories I'm hearing now, and giving it to Israel. You heard what Steve Adelsberg just said. You got to give till it hurts, and that's for all of us. Steve, call like a vote, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank Rabbi, you, Nachum. Thank you, Nachum. Rabbi Hertzberg, the we will hear you about a half hour from now with Israel at 75, and I'm sure you'll be bringing back some amazing tales as well. We're uh, looking forward to hearing about those. More coming up, everybody. It is a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Yaakov Shweki with that Israel medley that began with Yerushalayim Shel Zahav. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski is with us live via telephone, the 44th annual dinner celebrating 36 years of gala weddings is happening this coming Sunday, November the 5th. And guess what? You're all invited. No joke. You're all invited. 
happens this coming Sunday uh, at the Sheraton Parsippany on Smith Road in Parsippany, New Jersey. They'll begin cocktails at 4. The chuppas will be conducted at 4.30. The buffet dinner and program will start at 5.30 p.m. Everybody is invited to participate in the... um, in the weddings and dinner celebration this coming Sunday. Mr. Kenneth Sagristano, general manager of the GW Bridge and Bus Station, will receive the Community Service Award. Yankee and Chaya Banish, the Young Leadership Award. Uh, dinner will be chaired by Mr. Robert Slinen. Uh, and the guests of honor are Edward and Galina Slinen, uh, who will be recognized as guests of honor this coming Sunday, Bris Avram, pretty easy to uh, to make a reservation. Go to the website, Bris Avram, all O's, A-V-R-O-H-O-M.org, brisavram.org, or you could dial 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Rabbi Nochum. From happy anniversary, all the things that I missed. To wish you in the, in the previous week or two, I will try to do it now. I appreciate that very much. And regards from your son at Newark Airport. He's doing quite a job. Um, there's a reason why I'm asking you this question. I don't know if you remember, but I have a feeling, knowing your memory, that you will remember. How many years ago was uh, Mr. Danny Kahana honored by Brissav Rum? But the 18th annual dinner. How, so now we're up to 44. So it's almost 30 years ago. I mention it because that night, I'm, I'm sure you remember this, that night, Danny from the podium was speaking about his father, and his father said, I am never worried about the Jewish people during time of tragedy. I only worry about the Jewish people during times of peace. Do you remember that? Yeah. How prophetic we had a time of peace, relatively speaking, and we were not unified. We are now in a time of tension, tragedy, fear, uncertainty. And Rabbi Kanelsky, are you witnessing the unity of the Jewish people? The unity of Jewish people, I never remember so special and so unique, no matter who the person is. Just that by himself, that he has a neshama, a Yiddish neshama, he is awakened and thinking only one thing. What can I do for my brother? Not what I can do for my nation, for my brother. Everybody feels that the person in Israel is his or her personal brother or sister. This is a unique moment. We feel completely different. It's not just... Yes, we are one nation. I live in, in New Jersey. They live in, in Tel Aviv or if they wrote, no. Or in Roshavai. It's completely different. I feel that my twin brother is on the front line. And I have to do here something. As it says in all the places, starting with the Torah, when Meisha Rabbeinu says to the God of Meruven, Ha'acheichem yelchob anuchomer va'atem teishvapei, your brothers are going to war and you're going to sit here, then we here are obligated to do even more for our brothers and sisters. We relevantly, as I said before, are sitting here in peace. Then we have to make sure that our brothers and sisters are feeling that we are with them 
that we do for them and not just do for them, but actually feel that my brother is on the front line. There's another aspect of this uh, period of time I must emphasize, Rabbi Kanelski, and I, we mentioned this during the Tenyat event on Sunday. Uh, as the enemy tries to destroy us, we have to build. In fact, the Rebbe had that message in 1956 after a terror attack that the only comfort for the Jewish people is to continue to build. And when we say build, we don't just mean physical buildings and uh, Eretz HaShlema. Beyond that, we mean building couples, building families, building, uh, uh, bu- build, building holy unions among the Jewish people to continue our people la'olam va'ed forever as long as possible. And, um, and that's the reason, of course, we encouraged people to support young chassans and kalas. And ironically, Rabbi Kanelsky, you have taken this directive to uh, an extreme level because, you know, every time we host a wedding, we're doing just that. We're building, we are building and helping to build a biased Neman be Yisrael. But for the Kanelskis, it's never enough. For Sterni and Rebotcha, it's never enough. They've got to do it to the extreme. How many couples will you assist in getting married according to Jewish tradition this Sunday? Bezrat Hashem, eight couples, like the candles of Hanukkah. We are making sure that their flame will continue to blossom and will make the Jewish nation richer with more eight people that will be Kedas Meshav Yisroel, and as they're saying in the Sheva Brochus, that will be a being at the Ad, and more than that, through that, as we're saying in the first Brochus, as we're saying there, that the Rebbeinu Shushu Mesameach, the Chosna Kawa, Kesameach Yitzircho Beganeidim Ikeadim. The way the Rebbeinu Shushu was making happy and joining with Odom and Chava. These couples coming from Russia, nothing having a connection, just wanting to have identity. I am a Jew. And that identity prevailed, and that identity made them to continue to do terror mitzvahs. I want to tell you one thing. One of the Hassanim. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't take away. See, this, Rabbi Kanelsky, if you're going to tell me something in advance, you have to give me a chance to bring it up the way I want to bring it up. Rabbi Kanelsky, can you remind everybody in this audience how old Avraham Avinu was when he had a bris? Could you remind that? After all, your name is Bris Avram. Could you remind everybody that unlike most, unlike most who have a bris at eight days or shortly after that, if they're healthy, please God, what age was Avraham Avinu, Abraham, our patriarch, when he had his bris? We all just learned this Shabbos, 99. 99 years old, which means if someone today today is getting a bris close to that age one has to admire right one of the one of the questions as we sat in in day school and learned parshas lechlecha was was how on earth can a man of 99 sustain the the procedure of having a bris it was one of the mysteries we we said my god he must have been such a a jewish hero and so dedicated to god so if someone is almost that age in a day like today in 2023 then that person has to have tremendous admiration we have to have tremendous admiration for him wouldn't you say that rabbi kanelski 
I think it's even more than that because when you're looking at Abramovino's age, Abramovino passed away by the age of 175. Right. In 99 was his, his, his middle life. Right. And if somebody makes a breeze today by the age of 50, it's like Abramovino, by 99. Now tell me about the Hossin. Now, when, a Hossin, when the Hossin made the breeze by the age of 73. 73 years old. Unbelievable. Young. <laughs> Young. Sorry. Unbelievable. Unbel- one of the hus- one of the grooms at the at the wedding this Sunday had his bris at the age of seventy three. How long ago? That was the weekend of Labor Day. He will not get married. He refused to get married without a, a proper bris. Correct. Unbelievable. I mean, you look at this and see the snappish of these people, and you say to yourself, "Who, who are we?" But this is not enough. Uh, but after the brief, yeah. the Sandik was so emotional. Yeah. And he says, I have nothing else to give you as a present, but I will give you something that is so precious to me and it's irreplaceable. And I look on the Sandik and I say, what could he give it? And he takes out a dollar that he got from the Rebbe. <gasps> on the sixth day of Tishri, wow. the Yorset of the Rebbe's mother, Rebbe Tunchana, he takes that dollar and gives it to the Hossum and says with tears, I am so admiring you. I so don't, don't have words to express who are you to me that a dollar that is irreplaceable from the Rebbe's hand that the Rebbe gave me on a day that was his mother's yard site, I'm giving that to you. <sighs> At that moment, his wife burst out in tears. The wife of the, of the person who had the brief. And she says, why did we deserve it? And the wife of the Sandik says, I don't know about you, but your husband deserves it because he made that brief. And they hugged one another, the wife of the Sandik and the wife of the person who had the brief. I was standing on the site and Dr. Jerry Friedman, who was, who was the lawyer who was standing on the site, we both looked on this couple and we saying to ourselves, who are we compared to them? Who are we compared to these people? Rebbeinu Shalevon. This is Avromovino who makes a breeze. In merit of this Avromovino who made that breeze, has to come the redemption to Klau Israel. We all cannot be any more than that goes. 1,400 souls perished in one day. On which day? Simchas Yeah. We have to do something for that. And as you said before, the only thing that we could do is we are building and building is the bias now on the Israel and these people will continue. My wife spoke to every single couple and, and one of the gifts that we're going to give to the Hassanim and Kalas by the wedding, we are giving them candlesticks and a Kiddush cup, a Chumash, a Tehillim and a Tanya in Russian translation and a Siddur that they should be able to start their life on the proper path with Taylor Omitsas. One uh, of the daughters of, of the, of the Hassanim and Kawas says to me, what can I do? What can I do? I also want to become closer to Yiddishkeit. This is the whole thing. I remember like now when the Rabbi Secretary Rabbi Chodakov called me in 
37 years ago, 38 years ago, when we just got married, me and my wife, and he says, this is the mission you have to do. And he says to me, it came to me as a notification, meaning from the Rebbe, that the people in New Jersey are living without a chuppah and without a ksuba. That was his statement to me. And since then, close to 1,000 couples, 980 couples got married Kedas Meishav Yisrael. Unbelievable. The dinner and, and what, yeah. And this, uh, you mentioned the first Anari, Kenneth Sagrastino. Yeah. Ken Sagrastino is the general manager of the GW Bridge. And when I said to him, we would like to honor you, the board decided to honor you as a community service award for everything what you're doing. He says, you're doing for me. You're giving me the opportunity to put five menorahs on the GW Bridge where one million people travels a day can benefit from the light of Hanukkah. One million people pass the GW Bridge throughout the whole entrances, back and forth. <laughs> and he says, I have five menorahs there. The biggest bridge that has five menorahs. He deserves a lot of honor, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yes, but it's not just that. You have to see, he put a person that his job is to put the menorahs, takes off the menorahs, cleans them before we're putting them back before Hanukkah. And he calls me up, he says, Rabbi, if Hanukkah falls out on a weekend, when should we put the menorah? I said, put earlier. He says, great, Rabbi, I will prepare it. I will put it, I will put it there. I will check that the electric works, that everything works, that we should know exactly when to do it. And he's a person assigned that at 4 o'clock in the afternoon every single day, except Moshe Shabbos, should change the lighting that they should believe that the menorah at the proper time. As we uh, as we watch uh, people blocking bridges and and uh, demonstrating in different cities and getting violent against Jews, we should remember there are chasidei umot haolam. There are righteous Gentiles in this world who are friends and and take pride in being friends of the Jewish community. And the Young Leadership Awards is a really young, vibrant family who lives here in Hillside. Yankee and Chaya Banish, they both are involved in every single thing. Is it the shul? Yankee is a member of the board. Is it the mikveh that his wife is in charge? Is it the cheder that they both are involved? And anything that has to do too here in the community, Yankee and Chaya Banish are always there in the front line to help us. And the guests of honor are unique people. This is people that came from Odessa, from Russia, came here to America, and God helped them. And their son's bar mitzvah, who is the dinner chairman today, Mr. Robert Slinian, where was his bar mitzvah held? At Congregation Shomer Torah, Oho Yosef Itzchok, Chalamei Pesach, 25 years ago. <laughs> Unbelievable. Everybody out there, you have an opportunity to really be inspired. Uh, honor Edward and Galina Slinian. Uh, dinner chair is Mr. Robert Slinian. Uh, Community Service Award, Kenneth Sagrestano, General Manager of the GW Bridge, Young Leadership Award to the Banishes, Yanki and Chaya. It's at the Sheraton Parsippany starting at 4 o'clock this coming Sunday with the wedding celebration for eight couples and then, of course, the buffet dinner for Bris Avram, the 44th annual dinner. Give what you can. If you can't be there, give a donation, 908-289-0770, brisavram.org. Brisavram.org. And Rabbi Kanelsky, um finally, I, 
Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. What were you I saying? I would like to say number one, thank you to you for continuing the flame of anything that has to do with the king of Israel in Israel or whatever they are. Anybody who wants to know anything that's going on, Jamie and AM. And more than that, it's, it, this is how you, you, everybody wakes up with your statement of Mede and Nilo This is what every Jew and every person in the world will have to, have to know that thank you to God that I woke up today in the morning. Thank you. Yeah. And, and number two, we have to publish that miracle. And more than that, that's what says in the Torah. It's very important now each one of us to know that the, what the Rebbein said is a real thing. If I have two minutes, I want to share with you one small story. In 1973, when the Prime Minister of Israel, after the War of Kippur, came to meet the President of the United States of America, and the interviewer asked the uh, spokesman of the White House if, if the president is excited or what will be on the topic agenda, what will be there? And I heard a very powerful statement. The spokesman of the White House says, I hope that the prime minister is not coming with the Bible to say that Israel belongs to us, to them, because it says in the Bible. Says the reporter, and the president is being excited from the Bible? And the answer was, not that he's being excited. Nobody could fight against the Bible. <laughs> and that... W- and that is what Russia says in the fourth Russia of the Torah. Yep. Yep. The Rebbeinu gave Eretz Royal to Amis Royal. You and me and every single Jew around the globe are the children of Avram Avinu because yep. it says, And who is better than your father of blessed memory? How many times did the Rebbe spoke with him and how he carried the message? All around the world. I got. Uh, I, 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 I got. We're, we're, I got very little time to do this. So let me do this. Um, uh, Rabbi Kanelsky and I share a love for the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and you can only imagine um, the Rebbe who started Miftzitzfilin, the uh, operation, the project uh, to put Tzfilin on as many people as possible, as many men as possible, every single day. You can imagine the nachas he's getting as he watches the army bases and all those uh, people who never put on tefillin, insisting on putting on tefillin every day. And what nachas the Rebbe would get from the tzitzis campaign that's going on, um, which is just remarkable as uh, soldiers in the tens of thousands, even those who've never worn a pair of tzitzis in their lives, believe that they will be protected, as we know they will. Um, if they wear their tzitzis, if they wear a pair of tzitzis as part of their uniform, which is amazing. With that in mind, Rabbi Kanelsky, if you don't mind, you said you're giving gifts to the Hassanim, the eight Hassanim and Kalas is coming Sunday. Um, I'm putting through right now a donation. You'll let me know if it's not enough. Uh, this is from Stacy and myself. Um, I hope that you, uh, that you will use this to give a pair of tzitzis, give a pair of beautiful tzitzis to each Hassan so they'll have it, and hopefully they will use it. Uh, for this coming Sunday. Let them be part of this unique Tufshin Peydalid Mifzit Tzitzis, which is going on, and that the Rebbe, I bet you, is getting tremendous nachas from. And uh, that's our donation in memory of my father-in-law, whose first yard site is this coming Shabbos, Yitzchak Ben Moshe Halevi. And I hope everyone follows suit, donates, uh, comes to the dinner, and celebrates with you this coming Sunday. Thank you. And may that be a Shomer, 
And the most important, that will protect the Hassanim wherever they are going. Yep. They will wear a pair of scissors, yep. a gift from you and Stacy. And Mazel to, again to both of you on your wedding anniversary. Thank What's you so that? much. What's that, 34? Uh, it is 34. Yes. <laughs> 34. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you, Rabbi Kanelsky. Bris Avram, the dinner Sunday, 908-289-0770. Brisavram.org. Be generous at this time. Uh, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. web and on the Nachum Segal Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app. What a way to wrap up the uh, yard side of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach show. Unbelievable. My thanks, of course, to Rabbi Kanelsky. My thanks to Rabbi Hertzberg. My thanks to Steve Adelsberg. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Let's keep it going. A lot of chesed, a lot of mitzvahs going on, and uh, we're on a tremendous roll. Let's keep it going, and let's uh, certainly continue to show love and affection for our brothers and sisters in Israel who are going through such a difficult time. And who knows? We see a trickling out of the hostages, even, unfortunately, those who've been murdered. Uh, yesterday, of course, was this uh, elation that one of the hostages was uh, was saved by the IDF, Baruch Hashem. At the same time, as difficult as it is the news, when a hostage who's been killed has been found, at least the family has a little bit of uh, a little bit of peacefulness that the body has been retrieved. Uh, let us hope that more and more of our brothers and sisters who are being held to the enemy are uh, quickly with us back in Israel. Have a great Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.